On 23rd of April 2018, a girl posted her first mukbang video on YouTube. 30 videos later, on November the 10th, 2019, she disappeared off the face of the earth. But the collective gut feeling is that there is something very wrong with her channel. This is the story of Kate Yap. The TikTok guy that measures heights and the sketch artist, imagine it, they unite, both of them unite, this guy measures the height, measures the height of the face as well, then gives the sketch artist that and they can make at least a partial facial sketch. Tell me I'm crazy until you tell me I'm crazy, I believe that this can be done. And I believe that somebody might recognize this person and we will figure out this mystery and end it. End it once and for all. Maya is the name and the analysis of Kate Yap's channel is the game that we have ahead. So let me just explain the premise. I have seen so many YouTubers cover Kate Yap's channel, the conspiracy theories, but I have never seen it done from the angle that I want it done from. So I have never seen it done as if it was a true crime, where a person sits down as the armchair detective and analyzes it step by step. So I have decided I'm going to watch all of the 30 videos, and if you have ever embarked on this journey, you know it's disgusting. Do not eat during this video or any of the other three parts. So this analysis is going to be split into four parts. This first one is just going to be me going over identifiers in her videos. As if this was a Jane Doe, as if this was a crime scene, and you're just trying to figure out how this person can be identified. So we will literally just be talking about physical descriptors, things like what she wears, her voice, the language that she uses in the description boxes for the thumbnails, all in a hope for us to be a bit closer towards identifying who this person might be. During this video, I will also discuss the two most popular theories behind her identity. And then I have to re-watch all 30 videos three more times. So by the end of this analysis, I will probably be desensitized to fish or just gross things on the internet. Then we will proceed next week to talk about who or what is behind her, what is surrounding her, and can we deduce anything from the environment that she is in. And then the last two parts will focus on the theories online. So third parter will be on the conspiracy theories. Is there enough material for us to believe that she might be kidnapped? And then the fourth parter will be everything that we see that might convince us that she is just a troll or just a normal YouTube channel hungry for our views. By the end of this video, also expect some actionable steps if you want to help the girl who doesn't necessarily have the biggest platform in the universe and also isn't necessarily having biggest platform elsewhere, such as TikTok and stuff, it will all make sense. But I'm gonna give us all some actionable points, some points of action by the end of this video for us to maybe attempt and figure this mystery out. And then it's no longer mystery in it. Meaning none of us have to watch those disgusting mukbang videos that she makes. Speaking of mukbangs, let's first explain the whole premise of her channel. Because I just made it sound like I'm provoking the whole of the South Asian culture to come for me. Mukbangs are great. I watch them. I consume that kind of content. So what are they? They're technically the eating shows, where the focus is on the abundance of food that is in front of 
a host. Usually one, but like sometimes they do have guests and this kind of concept really exploded with the rise of YouTube. This trend became popular in South Korea in 2010 and since it became huge worldwide. The mukbanger that I watch in particular is the queen, that is Stephanie Su. And as you can see, even just from the overview of her channel, usually there is a certain aesthetic to it. The food is like in the first plan. Stephanie Sue I watch because she covers true crime stories while consuming that amount of food, while mixing it with ASMR. But the premise of the whole of the channel is the aesthetic that comes with mukbang, with that food looking pretty on the tray in front of the host, looking appetizing for you know, the joy of both the viewer and the consumer. In this case, consumer being the host. But the aesthetic isn't just limited to the food. These content creators usually focus on how their thumbnails look like, the font in these thumbnails, that the actual food is there in the first plan and then they're sort of in the background. But the idea is that every single thing on that channel looks appetizing, looks inviting, that you want to stay, subscribe, and continue watching them eat these large amounts of food. Kate Yap's channel, in particular, is a mukbang ASMR channel. So she usually has a tray full of seafood in front of her, except two videos, we'll talk about that later, where she kind of strays away from seafood. In one she eats noodles, in the other one she eats chicken nuggets. But as I mentioned in the intro, there is kind of like a collective gut feeling that something wrong might be happening. Because of the manic energy of some of the videos, because of the amount of food that she consumes in 15 minutes, most of her videos are 15 minutes, some a bit longer, some a bit shorter, but she consumes kilograms of food during this time, which obviously people speculate, meant that she has starved herself in order to consume this kind of food during this limited time. Because in a few videos she does show up with a cut lip and with bruises on her arms, this all further fueled theories on the internet that she might be held captive, that she might be kidnapped, that she might be abused and forced to eat fast, forced to make this content for somebody else's profit. Another thing that contributes to the vibe, to the energy that this channel just exudes is the lack of that aesthetic that I spoke about. On this channel, this girl doesn't really care how she eats. She mostly just eats with her hands. She just wipes her mouth either on a napkin or most commonly on this handband that she has around her left wrist. And what adds to the creepiness of it all is that in every video she does have a blindfold on, which further means that there is no sequence in which this food is eaten, it keeps falling out of her mouth, it is just very erratic and it isn't appealing, nor it is appetizing. In fact, it was really hard to watch the last few ones in particular and not to like vomit. So that's why I said do not eat during this freaking analysis. There are also no socials on her channel, no ways to communicate with her except through comments on the videos that allow comments in the first place. And she would only communicate with viewers through the description box 
a lot of those posts would be repetitive. Sometimes responding to the comments, only the positive ones from everything that I have seen. And also through one bizarre community post that we will talk about later in the video. So let us start where it all started on April the 23rd, 2018. The video starts with her whispering, today, Salmon Challenge. Comments are switched off, likes are switched off, so that means we are switched off. And the first thing you see is that a blindfold is covering her whole nose in this one. So let's talk about the first identifier that I mentioned there, which is her voice. These videos are supposed to be ASMR content, so she doesn't talk in them much. There are a couple of videos in the beginning, though, where she does say a few words, and then that stops altogether. And by saying, I mean she whispers them. So we can't really deduce too much information from them. In the second video, she says a couple of yeses, like, yes, just at the beginning of the video, and then we are in. And then she whispers a couple of times throughout as she's eating and enjoying the food, so good. She ends this video again whispering the last bite and we are out. Again, thinking about like voice recognition, not much can probably be pulled from this data. But another thing I'm thinking about, the whole premise of this channel, based on the descriptions, based on the thumbnails, based on the titles as well, based on that one community post, is that she might be French, or whoever might be posting on her behalf is French. Because it's visible that English is not her first language. I mean, I think she says it herself, and a lot of the descriptions are like one line after the next, so the first line is in English, and then the next one is in French. But yet again, from just the few whispers of like a few random words, I think I can spot a slight accent. But again, this is through whispering. I definitely don't think the voice recognition technology is up to the task of recognizing people's whispers. Again, this is an immersive experience. So drop in the comments anything I might miss out, anything that you see as you're watching this video, or anything where you might be more clued in than me. Like if you're an expert on voice recognition, drop your knowledge below. We are on a mission here. And one other noticeable tidbit is in fourth video that she publishes, she just starts it off saying, hey guy, which can mean that she's a Drew Gooden fan for all I know, hey girl, me too. But it can also mean that she might not know that you say, hey guys, in a plural, because English isn't her first language, or she might be fucking with us and doing it on purpose. For everybody to be speculating in the comments and just this girl got hooked. That is 
is really all I have done when it comes to her voice, and that is because she stops really interacting in whispers altogether. That might be because her editing gets better and then she just decides, okay, let's just let people enjoy ASMR just with me chewing and eating this food while we have the letters on the screen, while we have what I'm eating described on the screen, rather than me just saying, so good, or hey, guy. But it also kind of coincides with the lack of excitement that I have personally witnessed through her videos, and a lot of people commenting have as well. Next thing we should talk about is her face. And of course, there's a lot of things to talk about here. Now, before starting this analysis myself, I did watch a couple of people cover Kate Yap. And exactly why I'm doing this video is because of the things that they miss out on. So these were my notes watching her first video. I put, is she aware there is raw salmon in front of her? After watching it, I think she is. She isn't moving her hands looking for food. And at 9.04 in the video, she just pulls out another sauce. This can still mean somebody directed her and then put a blindfold on her and then asked her to consume this food. And I was thinking this, well, first of all, because it is obvious that she isn't just like, you know, grabbing like at random with her hands as you would if you had a blindfold and couldn't like orientate yourself which, again, wouldn't be aesthetically pleasing to anybody watching. But also because of the amount of just seafood in front of her and thinking about preferences, thinking about something sinister happening, and in that case, you know, that might not be her food of choice. Somebody's just forcing her to eat something she doesn't want to eat. And on that sinister note, I was thinking, well, surely that isn't healthy, eating raw salmon in particular. And it isn't, because it contains insane amount of bacteria. And consuming too much raw fish in general can lead to high levels of mercury in your body and can cause serious health issues, poisoning, brain and heart damage. So this just isn't innocent from the get-go. So immediately my first thought, because I did go into this as a complete amateur, I was just like, okay, so why are they forcing her to eat salmon? Like, is she aware that she is eating this amount of food? How is she picking and choosing on this tray? And all of my notes around the first couple of videos are like, hey, she's reaching for the napkin naturally. She knows where the salt is to add some salt to the things. She knows where the spoon is. She knows where, like, pliers are to, like, cut the lobster and stuff. And then it's only in her 11th video, once she has this blue blindfold on, so she changes it from this black one that covered her nose completely to this blue one where one second into this video, you can see that it covers her nostrils differently. So it's like just her nostrils are out. That I started noticing why she actually knows where all of the foodies, where the salt is, where the condiments are. And that is because her eyes aren't really covered. Which adds to the creepiness of this by like 200%. Like after I realized this, first of all, I couldn't stop realizing it. So in terms of blindfolds, she changes from the black one that covers her eyes 
or she might have just been more careful for about 10 videos. Then for most of the videos, she has this blue one on that covers her nose differently, so I guess it lets her breathe better, but it's also a lot more obvious when her eyes are out with this one. And then for the last couple of videos, she has the fur blindfold on that to me looks more like a mask, like, you know, one of those Zorro Halloween masks you would wear for Halloween only that kind of covers her nose completely differently. You can see like the whole bottom of the nose, the whole arch completely as if it was just out. And creepily, yet again, there is no purpose whatsoever for this blindfold because with this one, it is the most obvious that her eyes are out. Because once you realize this, you realize the whole purpose of her not seeing and going blindly into it and all of her senses being awoken or whatever, like the sense of smell being enhanced. All of that goes down the drain because she can clearly see what she's doing. So what other purpose does she have that blindfold on? Let me know in the comments because this is sort of like the hill that I'm ready to die on, that she might be hiding some deformity. Once she had that blue one on, because in the first couple of videos, as I told you, she's doing a lot better of her job of actually hiding like the top of her face. So once she does put that blue one on, it's really bulky on the sides. So that made me think, okay, maybe there is some like deformity on the side, like a burn or a scar, something that once, you know, somebody sees it, they're like, well, this is definitely this person. But then once she went back to the mask, it literally just like fit the shape of her face perfectly. So I'm thinking something in this area, like either on her nose or just underneath her eyes, whether there is a mole, whether there is a scar or a burn, something there would be telling us who this person actually is. While talking on her face, one thing that I could never fully see or maybe even partially, one thing that is properly concealed are always her ears. I mean, she doesn't turn around much. She does take water or just like turns to pick up like a sauce or salt or like a condiment or something at times, but she doesn't really turn around that much. And something else to notice, she doesn't even drink water or juice in a lot of her videos later. So in the first couple of ones, it's kind of like more natural. You know, she just grabs it here and there if she needs to, because she's again consuming this amount of food. But then she doesn't turn around as much. But in those first couple of videos, what you do see a lot more freely as well, and a lot more just like free movement, even though it is tied in a ponytail, is her hair. And this might be me going completely crazy, but between video number one and video number 30, I definitely feel like the hair got lighter. And from the first video, from what I have seen, I do think her hair is dyed. I don't think it's natural. Like, you literally see just, like, the tip. It seems to be a long hair, but it's literally just, like, this part, like, when she turns around and it kind of, like, flips over her shoulder. And just from the way I look, it is either fully dyed into that color. I have no idea what color her roots are, of course. 
or it is kind of like mine where I let my roots grow out and then the rest of the hair was just like disgusting, disgusting, disgusting until like only these parts are like nasty and washing off with a hair dye where the rest of the hair is my natural hair color. So yet again, that doesn't lead us too much, but it's just something that I noticed. Thinking about video 1 to video 30, whether she has dyed her hair to a lighter color, whether I am blind, that can be an option, and she isn't taking care of her hair for different reasons. That's the one where, yes, the difference is noticeable, but also I wouldn't say there is something morbid behind it. Like, I have done this because everybody in my family went gray in their 20s, so I was like, hey, I'm gonna turn 30 soon, so I might as well have my natural hair for like a year longer or so until I start going gray and then I'll go back to red, probably. So there might not be a sinister thing behind her hair color. We've done pretty much everything. In terms of her lips, she does show up with a chipped lip twice. In the video, the first one, she doesn't even explain. And then the second time, because she showed up with the bruises on her arms, she does explain that one. She says it's herpes, some specific kind of herpes. Could be one thing and also could be something caused by a domestic crowd. Her teeth always do look like crystal white. She smiles at the beginning and at the end of every video, so you see those. So her teeth definitely don't give me the vibe of somebody who either doesn't like brush them regularly or has been held somewhere and hasn't brushed them regularly for a substantial amount of time. What I think is really noticeable, though, is not so much what's on the outside of the mouth, it's what's inside. And I know that that won't lead anywhere, but this girl has a really particular tongue. And it's very visible because of the way that she consumes this freaking food. It's just very long and particularly shaped. This is, yet again, if we are trying to match up a missing person to somebody like Kate. Because I definitely think it can be done. I genuinely, from everything that I have seen on her face, I think a decent sketch artist would probably be able to sketch most of her face. My idea, and I went to TikTok on this, but I don't have clout there, so if somebody does and ends up watching this video, my idea on TikTok was to get the guy that measures the height. His TikTok name is Kentai Haven. He's still didn't get back to me. I kind of spammed him a bit. I was like, hey, did you measure the height of Kate Yap? It's basically this guy on TikTok who, like, people challenge, like, oh, you could never guess my height. And then he finds, like, different video footages of them in different rooms, like, compared to different objects, like a basketball or something. And then he manages to always guess the height correctly. So I was thinking, okay, I mean, if he can be challenged by so many things, why not Katie up herself? Like, can he do it? Can it be done? And then once we have the height, well, he could give us the proportions of the face, and the sketch art is based on what is seen in the videos, could make a sketch of Katie up. That is wishful thinking, but I definitely think it can be done. Unless somebody proves me crazy, I think it is doable. So if somebody with any power is watching this video and has a lot of subscribers 
and has some substantial amount of followers on TikTok, well, let's get this party started, I guess. Now, moving on from the mystery of her face, let's move on to her arms. Actually, even before moving to arms, in the first couple of videos where she is her most relaxed, you can see that she has a mole or two, if I remember right. I'll post it in the video. She has them on the side of the neck and then she has like some more moles like sort of towards the chest area because she has probably the most revealing shirts in like her first and the second video. And then she covers the arms more and more and even the neck area. Sometimes she does have almost these like turtleneck shirts. And sometimes, again, it is because of how the videos are shot that we see less and less of these identifier moles. Now, when it comes to her arms, one thing that I can bet my life on, and uh, it will, again, serve not to eliminate too many people, but one thing I'm 110% sure of is that Katie Up, whoever she is, she is right-handed. That is the one thing that nobody will convince me against. Apparently, only between 8 and 15% of the population is left-handed in the first place, so that doesn't really eliminate too many people. But I think prevalently people can agree on the gender, and I can tell you there is no chance in hell that that woman is left-handed, because she barely uses her left hand. It is just one of those things that you notice prevalently on somebody straight away if you have ever eaten with them. Right hand is her dominant hand when she eats, when she grabs for things. She only really uses the left one to, like, aid the right one sometimes, like, to hold the fish as she's, like, cutting the muscles out of it or as she's, like, cutting the lobster or really just to use, like, the handband that is on her wrist to, like, wipe her face. She kind of eats in the way where I would be eating, where, like, the left arm is, like, awkwardly sort of just chilling there while you're doing literally 99% of the eating with your right arm. Just being picky when it comes to her arms, what I was looking for, like, her forearms are in most of the videos. They're mostly exposed. And I was looking for the hair on the arms and, like, how that has changed. The same with her upper lip as well when it comes to her face. And I feel like this might just be, again, camera, a lightning, 10,000 different things, but I personally think the forearms were a bit smoother in the first couple of videos, and then they kind of got hairier. This can mean she doesn't care. She doesn't care about the aesthetic of the rest of it, so why would she care about, like, shaving her mustache and her arm hair? Or again, it can mean that somebody else doesn't care because they don't know that they should when they're putting somebody on camera. Speaking of another dilemma question here is the dilemma I have with her and the jewelry that she wears. So, in, I think, two or three videos, she does wear this necklace. And it does seem like a particular necklace that, again, somebody can be identified for. With the necklace, you could also be thinking, well, why would somebody be giving her 
a necklace? Like, does it mean something to them? Is it a trophy kind of situation where they're passing on somebody else's necklace? Then if something messed up is happening, well, this person isn't really the smartest because they're letting them have this very specific looking necklace in at least two of the videos, if not more. Or if you are thinking it is her own necklace, then it is particular to her. But apart from those items, what I picked up on that I found interesting were the rings that she was wearing. Because of the type of the rings that she was wearing, so she seems to have a preferred one. There is this small ring that makes appearance in at least five or six of her videos. Sometimes she adds another one that does look a little bit bigger and she puts it on the non-dominant hand, so it does strike me like she prefers the smaller one, if any, because it just doesn't strike me as something that she would do naturally. Like, she puts the camera, she, you know, puts the rings, has, like, all the jewelry on, and then starts recording. But then when you're looking at the food that she is eating at the same time, you're thinking, well, this is not really the food that you want to be wearing rings for, especially with the manner that she is eating the food in, just like with her fingers, all of the fish juice is just dripping on it. Like, it would destroy the jewelry in itself. Moving on from the rings to the actual nails. Her nails, to me, also say that she isn't unkempt, that she isn't dirty. Like, because that is one, again, prevalent thing that you see when she's consuming these amounts of fish. At the beginning, like, before she actually, you know, has that fish juice, disgusting, stuck in between her nails, like, they don't seem, you know, forcibly cut or anything, but they always just seem taken care of and clean. Like, there's no dirt stuck in them. And also, in about two videos, I have noticed, like, some nail polish, but that does seem like it has been removed. So, she does have, you know, like, a patchy nail polish on, like, two, three of her nails, not on all of them, not on both hands. And I think in one video, they are just, like, fully polished. It hasn't been just chipped away. Where I'm going with this is that with the nails, just like with the rest of her body, there is no sequential decline where suddenly she's this, like, fashionable, well-preserved lady that, like, has all the jewelry on, has her nails done, has her shit together, and then suddenly everything just goes to, like, her being unkempt. It's more of a psychological change that I noticed and I will speak on further on in this video. So, just to summarize the preferences, because I have one more thing to mention and I don't know where to mention this exactly. So, definitely right-handed. If she does wear jewelry, she does prefer, like, smaller items, like, really almost unnoticeable rings, nothing too big in terms of, like, the necklaces as well. This does seem to just have, like, one circle, whether it is, like, diamond or whatever it is, as that pendant. So, again, nothing extreme when she does wear any. In terms of the colors that she does wear, she does do repeat sweaters a few times. There is the gray one that appears in at least three videos, and then a black one that again appears in like two or three. So that might mean those are her preferred colors, or it just might mean that she didn't do her washing. 
just trying to pick up on the patterns here. And the biggest preference that, yet again, you cannot convince me otherwise, is in the food that she is eating. This girl loves her salmon. As mentioned, there are 30 videos on her channel. 27 of those are her eating fish, just some products of just fish. The remaining three videos. In the remaining three videos, she eats chicken nuggets, she eats noodles in one of them, and in the third one, she eats just sweets. Just some honeycomb things, and aloe vera is one of the more disgusting ones. Do not watch that thing. But even in that video, where she is literally just eating, like, sweets, she pulls up, like, a chunk of salmon after devouring all of this, and it's just, like, save the best for last. So, salmon is prevalent in, like, 98% of these videos. There's only two of them where she doesn't really consume it. And, well, the one where she probably... It isn't on topic, it isn't on team, she shouldn't be eating it, she still pulls it out. One thing that I noted down when it comes to the preferences, whether we are thinking the salmon, whether we are thinking preferences in what she's wearing, like what rings she's putting on, what sweater she's putting on, yes, this still might be just her, or it might be just somebody else's preference. And if we are thinking she is being forced to eat this food, for example, and that's the only food that she is allowed to consume, well, she will devour whatever you put in front of her. It could be much less of something evil going on than just this being the YouTube thing. She started off by eating salmon, so now she just keeps that as one single constant as she's progressing with her YouTube channel and as it's bringing her the views. She did experiment three times by trying to eat other food. It didn't work as well. I mean, it still had, like, millions of views. She might have just realized she has more positive comments, she has more engagement, more likes on the videos where she eats the fish, so she should stick to that. So, it is either her preference or somebody else's preference. I just want to make sure to emphasize that it doesn't necessarily need to be somebody else's preference in terms of the person holding her hostage. Now, let's talk a bit about the clothing and any, like, identifying items in that area. As I mentioned, she does wear a few repeat sweaters, too, that I have noticed, and there was this black one, which you can kind of see does collect like, it's one of those sweaters where, like, things get stuck on it, kind of like just, like, a bit of dust. And it doesn't look like the cleanest sweater in the world, but that doesn't add anything, really, to this whole picture that we are seeing. In terms of clothing, there is one sweater that she doesn't repeat, and I'm gonna put it on the screen because this particular one seems to me like it has a logo, sort of like on the right shoulder, and I couldn't really figure out what the logo was. That's the only one where I kind of noticed, okay, maybe there is like a brand to this. So again, let me know in the comments if you know what this is, because all of the other clothes are just like plain, or they don't seem branded to me, they don't seem like they represent a particular company. But also, we do just see the upper parts of the tops that she is wearing. More prevalent than the items of clothing that she is wearing are really the handbands, because they are a constant. 
I don't think there was a single video where she didn't have some form of handband. And that, yet again, makes me think that it's on purpose. Yes, she does wipe her face into them every single time, even when she does have, like, a napkin or a cloth next to her. She, like, instinctively does go to wipe her mouth on the handband. In the first couple of videos, she had, like, this shorter black one. Then, later, she had, like another black one and I think a gray one. So she does seem to change them. And at the beginning of every single video, they do seem to be clean. Like they are not musty and dirty and all of that. It's just the fact where I'm thinking, is this another case of her hiding something that can identify her? Like a tattoo or yet again, a scar, a burn, a mole, something that is very distinctive to her. But here I'm not as 100% sure as I sort of am with the blindfold situation. Just because of how instinctively she does go to wipe her mouth on the handband. So as gross as that seems, it might be just the way that she eats on and off the camera. There's not much else that I noticed in terms of clothing, like in terms of like preferential clothing or something like that. Her forearms are usually exposed and that is probably because of the way that she is eating. Sometimes she wears shorter sleeves and then she did decide to wear shorter sleeves on that day when she had a bruise on. There was one video where she has like a weird tape on her right arm as well which I just don't know why. If somebody can decipher that for me, that would be great. But what I'm thinking about is surely if it is you trying to conceal something or if it is somebody behind the camera, you know, making you do this, well, they will make you wear longer sleeves on the days that you have the bruises on, because that will be alarming for people to see. So the fact that there is a choice in two different videos, one of them where she has bruises on, and in the second one I think the bruise is fading away, and then she has like a weird tape on her other arm, which I couldn't find explained. Well, that just tells me that it is her choice, or whoever is holding her is like the dumbest person ever. Now that I have analyzed the parts of the body that I could see, let me know. Again, if I have missed something out, I'd be happy to, like, include it in any further videos when I actually discuss the theories, or just to know your theories in general. But now let's move on to body language during these videos. I believe I mentioned during the first couple of ones, it does seem more natural to me. Like, when I watch the first few ones, yes, what she is eating is gross and not appealing to me in any way, but it just seemed like, okay, cool, this is what she decided to do, she's starting off. She has the microphone in the first two videos. In the first one, it is kind of like the small microphone that you attach to, like, a shirt. In the second one, she attaches it to the blindfold, so it just looks really strange, but she probably thought it might be picking up the sound better. And then after that, in one video, she mentions that she is going to get a new mic. But yeah, we don't see, like, the mini mics in the shots, so whether she got a road or whichever mic she got, it is out of the shot of the camera. 
she's wearing a blindfold, which I find super weird. But she is moving freely. Like, she goes for, like, the cup. She does drink water every now and then. And it just seems a lot more natural. In terms of intros and outros, there is this constant delay, which is yet another thing why I think this channel makes us feel so uncomfortable. It's just as if, like, she's either waiting to, like, see if the camera is recording or for somebody else to press the button. So at the beginning and the ending of most of her videos, there's just that awkward moment where like she either waits or smiles and then like smiles again, puts the thumbs up and then just moves on. And listen, I make a lot of questionable things when I edit these videos. I'm in no way, shape or form a professional when I edit them out. But a simple cut could get rid of, like, that first awkward smile or, like, the last one before she just exits the video, if you get what I mean. So the fact that she decides to leave those in makes me question why. In the fourth video that she has posted, I have noticed a couple of switches. She does get a bit more comfortable with, like, the intro and the outro. It still does seem like, you know, she's either checking if the camera is working or waiting for somebody's signal to start recording. And depending on what camera you're using, you can kind of flip that mirror towards you so you can see the red recording sign is on. So there's no need for that and also there's no need not to cut that out of the video so something is happening on purpose here but then she is a lot less comfortable during the videos like there's not much turning around and it just seems like there's not as much joy and this can signify that she just enjoys certain foods more than others. But people in the comments picked up on that. Because I remember in my notes when watching the fourth video, I was like, is this me? Because, you know, during the first couple of videos, she would be like, so good. or lifting thumbs up even, like, in between the bites, you could really see that, like, she is enjoying it. Or she would say, last bite, and you would be like, oh my god, she's so sad that she has finished this disgusting meal in front of her. And then during this video, that suddenly just goes away. And it kind of pops back in here and there. But from that point on, people honed in on it. They kind of think, like, once it does show up in the form of, like, random thumbs up, it just doesn't seem off as genuine as it did before. But during this fourth video, again, in her outro, this is the one and only time this happens. So she kind of gets up, as if I was to get up right now and go and switch this camera off, and you kind of see, like, even part of her tie. Like, you see that she's in shorts, and you see her just moving, and then the cut happens. And yet again, I'm wondering why. Why is this the only video where the cut is made in such a way? Are we supposed to see something there? I did read in the Reddit threads and like just by watching these videos, the lack of excitement obviously might come with the amount of food. Because I do feel like she always uses this same tray 
but sometimes it does feel like it is even more food than like in one of the first videos. So it's just huge amounts of food. So obviously by the end of it, she is actually struggling. So, you know, if she was to be like, oh, so good, that would look fake anyways. Just because the amount of food she's showing down her freaking digestive system in like 15 to 20 minutes. In terms of her body language, the one video that made me gasp when I tell you I have audibly gasped, I have been like on the edge of my seat throughout that whole video and I was like, I'm sorry, I have not heard like a single YouTuber speak about this. What the actual fuck? Like, why have you not covered for all 30 videos? This is actual insanity. So the first shot, first five seconds in, I'm looking at like, you know, what she's eating and then in the corner, just behind her tray, you notice a tape. Yeah, a tape. One of those brown poop color ones that you use when moving houses. And I'm like, okay. So she's eating like different food. There's like some rice and stuff and she starts her disgusting process, then gets like the spoon and starts just eating. And as she's like downing this, you're like, oh my God, why is there a tape? Why is there a tape? Because even if she was to cover like a lid or something, well then remove the tape. Why is the tape in the shot? But then at exactly 8.08 minutes in this video, as she's now finished some of the food and is moving like one of those containers and is clearly just eating, again, one thing that she's not moving from this tray is a small piece of tape that is on the tray now. As if somebody's mouth might have been taped shut before the video and then the tape was just removed and left there and now she's not moving it because she's signaling something to us. That is one of the most bizarre parts for me. The blindfold and the tape. Those are the parts where I'm like, just prove to me that something sinister is not going on because those kind of parts are like the hill I'm ready to die on just to say that this isn't just a YouTuber who is like doing this thing innocently because she moves so many things around and yet, what? That tape is just there. And she's, like, eating this sauce and rice. And I was literally, like, looking at it, looking at it, like, she's not moving it. She's not moving it. And there is a reason why she might not be moving it. Something that is crucial, and I kind of put it under body language, because I really think the way we eat, in a way, does represent our body language. So we spoke about the preferences, the fact that she does eat salmon in, like, 98% of these videos. And the fact that she is right-handed, doesn't use the left one too much. Well, it's the way that she eats that really I find very specific. And here, if you do eat fish, if you do eat salmon with your hands, you can picture how you would do this. Or for me, what I pictured was how I would eat pizza. Because, of course, I eat it with my freaking hands, not with cutlery, because I'm not a freaking sociopath. So I just pictured myself, you know, how I would eat pizza. How I would, like, take it out, like, eat it, consume it. How I would split it if it needs, like, to be split from the whole thing. And if I didn't have, like, you know, the scissors, the pizza cutter, whatever. She does eat it in a very particular way. She only uses, like, the left hand if she does need to, like, split the salmon. There is, like, this whole manner in which she dips 
the fish into like different sauces so there is like a pattern that she does follow like of splitting dipping devouring with like her tongue and everything just being out and showing which could be enunciated for the channel it could be very much expressive for the views for youtube channel and yet again it could be just the way that she was taught how to eat at home ever since she was a child if her way of eating didn't stand out to me before it truly stood out to me from about halfway in i think it was video 15 where she brings out the tool so from that video on, let me just tell you all of the tools that she brings out, whether it is to cut the lobster, to cut like some other fish, to take the mussels out. I don't even know what half of these fish things are, but some of them require some cutting. She has pliers in at least three videos. She has the muscle weapon, that's what I call it. I have no idea what it is, but again, it is some sharp form of a tool which can be used as a weapon in, again, three videos at least. And then she has scissors in at least three videos. And then the penultimate video that she makes, as if this wasn't gross enough, she cooks some brains in this waffle iron. Don't even get me started, but like, it is literal waffle iron, which means that the plug is somewhere close to her as well, which means that this thing is literally burning up and again can be used as a weapon. This is where I really focused on her body language. Because if this was me, if this was a kidnap situation and somebody allowed me to use something that I can potentially use against them, so I'm gonna ask you to put yourself in this situation. Imagine somebody did kidnap you. They are doing this bizarre thing where they're asking you to eat bunch of food for camera. And then during like one video, they just pass you on the scissors to cut up the lobster. During the next video, they give you the pliers to like, again, cut up some fish. Then they give you the oven to use. Don't you think that your facial expressions or just your body language would reflect that? Whether it is the effect of surprise, whether it is just that hesitation moment where you're like, well, I have a pair of scissors here. This person is behind the camera. I have the advantage. This is the one point where I don't see any of that, regardless of whatever you might consider as weapon in these situations. And as I told you, she has it in plenty of videos. Yes, you could say, okay, why were they only given to her in video number 15? Why is she only eating the food that she needs those for halfway in? Maybe she was brainwashed, Maya. Cool. But then watch like certain clips that I put into this video or just watch some of these online. She just acts completely nonchalantly, like as relaxed as ever, while like the scissors are just on the tray or the pliers are just there. And I just think like somebody with the fight or flight reflex, these would be the instances where it, you wouldn't be able to hide it. Something else that I have noticed from video 19 is as if there was just a switch in mood. And from then on, it's kind of like almost always on within each video. It just gives me more and more manic vibes. So this video came around like when she was doing this for almost a year. Here, there is a moment where she has like a little dance. There is multiple moments, like more than in any single video that I have watched, where her eyes are almost out. 
She's just completely careless about how she's moving, does not care about the camera angle whatsoever. And also just gives me like very much manic energy. And it doesn't really stop from now on. From this video on, in every video, it just seems like she is even more rushed to just finish the food, just wipes herself like during this handband like all manically. The repeat sweaters also happen during this time. It just seems like there is more of like a manic vibe to the videos. As I told you, during like the first 10 videos, I barely even picked up that her eyes are technically not even covered by this headband. And during these videos, I was literally putting like the timestamp after timestamp, like, hey, her eyes are out, hey, maybe we can identify her. So for me, there was a definite psychological switch here. The video she makes after that, yet again, there is a manic energy. She seems to be moving more, so maybe enjoying it more. She's eating insects in this one, and it's just something else. But what I found interesting with this particular clip is that it has over 1 million views, but only 4 comments. Which strikes me as unusual. I mean, it's definitely unusual in terms of engagement. You would never have 1 million views and only 4 comments. And the comments only happen to be switched on once that last post already happened. So that's why there's only 4 of them. This manic energy that we see is most definitely represented in other ways. The way that she switches comments on and off, like every two, three videos, she switches off the likes. Sometimes she doesn't even post in the description box. So there is a definite disassociation at certain levels. And I noticed it even more in like the next video. So there's like three videos in a row where I just got off vibes. I was just sitting at the edge of my seat being like, this is so messed up. The next video, she just seems to be doing it for the sake of it. There are no expressions of joy, no expression like she's actually enjoying anything she's doing. You understand it towards the end because you can see how much food she has consumed. But in these three clips, one after the other, it was really obvious to me that she is not in it any longer. During her last 10 videos, in terms of her body language, you can see that, yes, she might not be in it any longer. She isn't enjoying it as much. And she also isn't really interacting with people. And that might be for a reason. What surprised me really during this research was how prevalently the comments were so positive, just encouraging. People would be like, oh my god, I wish I could eat this much fish. Like, you are a champion for finishing this in this amount of time. All of it was just positive. Then she started including this one source in like a description link. So she basically gave a shout out to like this other channel. And there was this whole level of engagement, you know, like when you kind of heart like somebody's comment and you reply to them. So she would reply only to the positive stuff. But then again, that is understandable. But if you look at her last 10 videos, there is just nothing. Her descriptions are pretty much copy-paste. Just her saying, I am a girl. I eat fast and I know the risks, but always I eat like this. I have any health problem. My metabolic system is adapted. You don't have to worry about this. I love you all, even the haters. No worries. Don't forget you. So during those videos, no engagement. Sometimes even the likes and comments would all be off and then the next one she would switch them on. And people would be like, wear yellow in your next video if you want help. The same way 
people do with Britney and then nothing ever happens out of it. That's why I'm trying to think of something actionable that we can do. Then in video 26, she appears in that t-shirt and you can see clear bruising and her lip being chipped. And she addresses it, not in a description box with a comment or anything like that. She posts a community note. It reads, hello everyone, it's urgent to clarify my situation. And everything is okay for me. Nobody forcing me to eat and I have any health problem. These marks on my arms are caused by the sun, just like this wound on my lip, usually called herpes labialis. I love what I do, be sure. Thanks you, full peace and love for you. So, of course, this divided the internet or just a part of the internet that is into this dark shit. Again, we'll speak about this further in parts three and four, so I won't spend too much time now, but both of it is plausible. It is plausible that those are bruises and it is also plausible that it is from the sun. It just looks different. The coloring of it for me is a bit off. Her lip, yet again, both things are possible. In this video, it appeared like she was stepping on this ball. And people said this is a clear cry for help and that this is Morse code. So she addressed this and I have read that this was a copy-paste from Reddit. So something that somebody else posted on Reddit. Whether or not that is, it is in third person. So in the pinned comment, Kate is just referring to herself in third person. This wouldn't be a talk about Kate Yap if the next video after this, after she, you know, did the PR crisis, addressed it in a comment, addressed it in a community post. Well, the next video I was like, okay, looking forward to this. And it gave me the exact same vibes that I get after a YouTuber does something wrong and then does a public apology. Because this is the famous I'm Alive video. There is a definite manic energy to it. She starts off by putting words on the screen saying everything is okay for me. Her nails are completely painted in this one. She has three rings on, which yet again she hasn't done before. Completely different shirt. So no like repeat sweaters or anything like that. Her bruise also seems to be fading. The bits of her hair that we even see look almost blonde. There's no just like messing around where, you know, she kind of like flips her head and you kind of almost see her eyes. And also there are no tools this time. And she's eating a lobster, which she has used to cut with like scissors and stuff before. And it's kind of really hard to actually crack open and just deal with without any of her previous tools. So here she is just doing it with her hands. In the one that she does after that, there is again this bizarre moment at the beginning of it. She could be doing this all for views, but it's just a genuine happiness on her face. In the first plan you see the food and then you see her pull up like a glass and pour coke into the glass and then like dip the shrimps into the coke and you just see like a genuine happiness just like when you eat sugar for the first time after like 30 days and I don't know to me like there are certain things that just can't be faked and you be the judge whether she has denied herself sugar willingly for this amount of time 
or has somebody else. The penultimate video is the one with the brains would definitely not recommend watching. It is one of the most disgusting things you will find on the internet. But here all of the interactions have faded away. She is not liking no comments, mostly because all of them are just conspiracy theories. Just people being like, there's something wrong here, Jesus help you, everything is not okay, Kate, what is going on, send us your address. Literally every single comment is like, what do we do? And then there is the last video that she will ever post, named I lose my tooth during this one. Notice how with I am alive and this one, usually if you scroll through her page, the titles do state what food she's consuming. These two titles don't, and she is still consuming food, so maybe clear clickbait because her teeth are also in a thumbnail. So, hey, that happens. So, I believe she loses actually two teeth in it. It was too gross to watch. So, she just loses one of them and then just soldiers on continues eating like nothing happened. There is no blood, although that could also be a rough cut in between the shots. And she just soldiers on and continues eating. And during this one, you immediately notice some sort of tape on the right arm, the one that I mentioned before, and the bruise that is in some stage of healing, I guess. There is yet again that huge feeling of just constant manic energy, but nothing indicating that this will be the last video that she will ever post. No goodbyes, no reasonings, no community posts, nothing telling us why she stopped posting. Being that she didn't talk through her videos, could we have known from other ways that she communicated with us? Let's just briefly touch upon a few things here that I will then develop on further, the further along we go in this series. So, I touched upon the description boxes, that usually they would be just a copy-paste. And that started off from video number 6, but then in video number 10, she does clarify a bit. She says, it's been 29 years, I'm breeding, age, and no, I'm not a girl, I'm a female gender. Enjoy Kate's Yup family. Love you all. Yes, even you haters, no worries. So, if we are to believe her clues, she would be, what, 31 right now? She is French, even though the location on her YouTube channel states United States. And on the topic of the location, there is only one other comment where I have spotted, oh, maybe, maybe there is something here. Somebody commented that they wanted to collaborate with her. And she responded, beauty, I couldn't come in Paris, not before April 2019. Do you come often to France? It will be a pleasure for me to meet you. Is that there yet again to indicate that she does live in the US but has a family in France? That she comes often to France? There is nothing that really came out of it. But that is the one-off comment that I have seen where she has actually possibly tried to say or reveal that she does travel to France but doesn't live there. Another point that I would like you to let me know what you think about is the actual channel name. The picture, the thumbnail on the channel looks to me like just one of those generic thumbnails. It does not look like her face to me whatsoever. It just does not look like as slim. It doesn't look like the same jawline. And then the name. Are there many K's in France? 
Or maybe, do you think that she posted such a name in order to Americanize it? Because, well, that's where mukbang is more and more popular with the rise of YouTube. It is the South Asian countries and mostly really US. So she knows if she posts under KTUP that probably she will reach her target audience better. For me, it just fits the whole vibe once you start looking into how clickbaity the titles get, how she does start to care about, you know, stating what food is in her videos, the editing, even though none of it is aesthetically pleasing. There is some care taken to match aesthetically to her whole vibe, to her whole channel, and to invite people who would possibly want to watch that. Further clues in the post-production that might lead us to her identity might be the way that she reacts. You can see that either she or whoever edits these videos does react to the comments. In the second video, compared to the first, for example, she starts introducing disclaimers, the warnings that the video she eats is not really aesthetic, but this is what she likes. The titles become more dramatic, more clickbaity. She starts using words like savaging or wow with like a lot of O's. Delicious, tasty, extreme, like all of the things that would grab people's attention. And what I noticed from video number three, I believe she gets more into editing and less into like making sounds. So there's more of like her just pointing to things on the screen and the names of these different food items would appear on the screen, or she would just start communicating, saying everything is okay for me, this was delicious. She tells us in the description boxes how much things cost. So there is some level of engagement, some level to make us feel like she is reacting to what she sees. She is reacting to the positive comments. She is reacting to the good feedback. She is reacting to even the negative stuff by telling us that she is okay. She is giving us more and more information on what she consumes and wants to a certain degree interact with the viewers. That is it what I have when it comes to identifying who she might be and the identifiers she might have given us through body language, through what she was wearing, through how she was behaving during the production and the post-production. You let me know if I have missed out on some big things that you might have seen. As I mentioned, there are three more parts, so there's a lot, a lot to touch upon here in further parts of this series as well. But now let's discuss the two of the most famous theories on who Katyab could possibly be. Just because I don't want you to be pissed after listening to this part, I'm going to tell you that I don't think there are any basis to these two theories and that Katyab is not any of these two people I'm going to talk about. But the first case, I think, is easily solvable in a way, and it needs more eyes on it. So I'm just going to talk about it because that's the case about a missing person, Carly Gousset. And then I will tell you why I think that none of these two people is really Katie up. I just don't want you to like have your high hopes and then like continue watching this video and then in the end like end up hating my guts. So, Carly Gousset's case. Carly was 16 years old in 2018 when she disappeared. She was born on May the 13th, 2002. Her parents divorced when she was a toddler and she would soon gain a stepmother, Melissa. 
Around the time of her disappearance, the school actually suspended her because she was smoking weed on campus. Because around the same time her grades also worsened, she was forced to attend counseling. Her friends did say that a few days before she was to disappear, she was acting sort of paranoid. Like, she would tell them that she thinks somebody is tracking her through her cell phone. But then neither the stepmom nor the mom noticed this particular behavior. So we come to the night of the disappearance. Carly was supposed to go to this football game with her friends, but then she went out. Her stepmother thought, okay, she went to attend this football game, but then she received a call from her. So Melissa, of course, drives her car, goes to pick up Carly, and she encounters Carly on the side of the road. She has, like, a phone flashlight on, just sort of, like, paranoically pointing it to, like, different directions and making sure that this is actually Melissa driving the car. And then she enters the back seat, so she refuses to get into the front seat in the first place. Once they reach home, Melissa realizes that Carly is acting strange, paranoid, so she thinks, okay, she must have taken something. So she gives her, like, a power bar, kind of like, I don't know, grenade, fulfill, whatever, like a protein bar, and a salad to eat. And Carly, while eating this, kind of, like, spits it out and says that this is devil's lettuce, so Melissa just brushes it off. And from that moment on, she kind of starts recording, like, the audio notes throughout the night. So Carly asks her if she can sleep with her in her bed. Melissa, of course, says yes. And during the night, Carly's just completely awake. So Melissa is dozing on and off. And when she's awake, she just records audio notes of what Carly is saying. Sort of in a way, like, I'll show you this tomorrow. Like, we'll all laugh about this. This is why you shouldn't be doing drugs. But then one last time when Melissa does fall asleep and wakes up around 7.15 a.m., Carly's gone and nobody knows where she is. They alert Carly's mom, and the witnesses that saw Carly all pointed out as if she was going towards the highway. So one witness says he saw her on this street, the other one on that one, and everything was just pointing as if she was going towards the highway. And that made everybody freak out, thinking that there must be some human trafficking involved. This is also the point when this whole story becomes just a contention between these two families. The audio notes that never ended up being released pointed that Carly wanted the stepmom to call the police, but Melissa didn't do it. And Melissa also went to Facebook Live immediately after Carly went missing, like, asking for help, describing the whole situation. So she also got shit from that. Like, the comments I watched on Kendall Ray's video... Some of them say, well, the last thing I would do if my child went missing would be to go on Facebook Live. But then my thoughts are, okay, if you are thinking that they have done something to her and hid her in the house, again, the last thing they should be doing or would be doing is probably going on Facebook Live, like, right after that. So you can kind of see both sides. And on the other side, the mom, Lindsay, didn't participate in any physical searches, but rather she went on to this social media campaign, appeared in news, and just also never discarded that something has happened within Melissa's house. Possibly that Carly overdosed and they tried to cover it up. 
What there is a clear lack of in this case is interviews on the spot, like interviews to friends and family, not just the witnesses, while the memory is still fresh, while everything is still fresh. Like the interviews, what she has done that particular night. Like we have the bit of information on Carly's behavior days prior to this football game. But we don't have any information of had she met somebody during that night, what had she done during that night, and that made the case just reach a standstill. The stepmother and the father actually appeared on Dr. Phil. They gave the interviews. They, again, trying to save their own name and say they don't have anything to do with this case. But pretty much that is all of the information. I haven't seen anything new come out since 2019, which is when I think Kendall Ray made the video. I have looked up for, like, any updates, and I have not seen that they got any clues that would bring us closer to actually finding Carly. And the connection here, well, at first I actually had to struggle to find it because the connection is that somebody tweeted out something that went trending and then people started speculating, well, okay, it's like a French last name, she must have family in France, she has been kidnapped there. So I went onto the FBI website to see if I can find any actual substantial information. And the FBI website states that Gousset had her left nostril pierced. And if you remember, Kate Yap basically is hiding her nose completely, then partially, and then it's kind of almost out, by which point, if, you know, there was a piercing there, that hole would have probably healed in over a year. But what never matched up were the dates. Kate Yap's first video was released on April the 23rd, 2018, and she joined YouTube on March the 11th, 2018. And Carly disappeared on October the 13th, 2018. So that theory would work less as a kidnapping theory and more as if, like, we were to assume somebody's trolling us and Carly left upon her own will to just continue this trolling game and then just stopped abruptly. Because it doesn't work as a kidnapping case, because who the hell would kidnap you, then release you back to your family and then kidnap you again and then decide to keep you? So what the other theory would only be, like, she would go into this random flat, eat, like, loads and loads of salmon, and then come back home, like, edit that thing, post it from the US somewhere, and then, you know, just decide one day to do that as a career. I mean, I guess it's possible, but that's what I'm saying. It works as a more plausible thing if we are thinking that Carly just left on her own and started this months before, it's just far-fetched and I just don't buy it. It just went viral through a tweet and now it is just in every story that you see on this case. And then another theory that was made famous not through Twitter but through Reddit, and that is the theory that states that a European female UFC fighter named Joanna Jedrzejczyk, I believe, it's a Polish name, so that this professional mixed martial artist is actually Kate Yap. I believe that was only the theory because of the lower part of Joanna's face. 
in terms of facial features, Joanna's face probably actually matches Kate's a lot more. Just in terms of, you know, how when Kate smiles, like, it's very prominent because of how skinny her face is. Like, these lines are super prominent. Also, like, the chin and all of that. So, I believe that was the only reason. And the fact that Joanna did show up in public with, like, some bruises and even had, like, Instagram posts with them due to her fighting. But they never matched Kate's bruises on the arm. And also, just by having a brief glance of Joanna's Wikipedia page, the years just don't match. Like, during those years, she had, like, some championships that she participated in. So, yet again, could she have been eating in this weird-ass flat these amounts of food? And then also, you know, going, doing these championships... Sure. Yes, Kate Yap is hiding her arms for most of the videos, so you probably can't even tell, like, she is muscly or anything like that, but it's just very much far-fetched. And I mean, if the years don't match, if the bruises don't match, it's just time to accept it's not the same person. Sometimes you just gotta give up on a theory, like, if the shoe doesn't fit, just quit the motherfucking shoe. <laughs> Cinderella style. She didn't quit the show, Maya. The prince hunted her down. Okay, so that is it that I have for this video. That is what I have on Kate Yap. I just wanted yet again to finish this video with some actionable points. Yes, it would be great if you could find me the heights guy from TikTok. That would be epic. If you know of a sketch artist or if you are one yourself, Again, let me know if I'm crazy, if this can be done. But another thing that I wanted to mention, there was this YouTuber from London called Marina Joyce. And there was this whole, like, internet hysteria that she is sending messages in her videos that she is either kidnapped or, like, abused by somebody in the house. And here, somebody actually did call for a welfare check on her house. And then the police actually, I think, conducted two welfare checks. And both times they actually tweeted about it, because this is sort of a famous influencer person. They tweeted that she is actually okay. Another thing that I was thinking about is how do we ensure that this is done in Kate Yap's case? I reported a couple of her videos, like, with the timestamps, but again, none of my flags, none of the things that I reported really fit, like, the flags that you see once you try to report, like, the YouTube Terms of Service. So what can really be done here so that we have a definite answer? Can the welfare check be done? Can YouTube do something? If you are more versed in YouTube Terms of Service legalities and all of that, also hit me up privately or in the comments area. Because the collective gut feeling that we all have makes me think, like, it won't stop. The conspiracy theories won't stop until we know for sure. But now I'm going to escort myself out of this video. And I will see you guys very, very soon. Might be sooner than you expected. Uh, that is not a threat. That is not a threat, okay? Bye. <laughs> Bye.